Tell you what, let's just roll it, bro. Let's just roll it. We're just okay. going to be grungy. We're going to be dirty with it. We're going to be dirty with it today, y'all. We're going to be like straight battle rap in the parking garage. Low light and microphone suck because there is no microphone. So I got to tell y'all, hey, yo, hey, yo, chill out, chill out. So listen, Nasha, I'm going to hit you, man. Why are you so unapologetically biased in your content production as far as who you support? Why are you so unapologetically about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. is that what yeah. we're doing today? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, Why am I biased? Mess with the crew. Um. Okay. So, I make content. I can only make content from the heart. Oh, so I've just lo- knocked my dog in. Two seconds. Get out. <laughs> this shit is hilarious. Right. I can only make content from the heart. So okay. for me. You know what? When we first started, I never actually planned on being as biased as we were. My actual plan was to be... uh, I used to listen to another podcast and I used to think in my mind, I wanted to be the black version of that podcast. And that podcast is a very down the middle, professional, very slick. And I was like, I want to be that but black. Okay. But in my mind, really, it was only black in appearance i wanted it to be black in appearance but underneath i was like we have to be palatable for everyone i want us i want us to have a broad appeal because in my mind what i thought was the key to success was having broad appeal and then we did four or five episodes and i'll be honest it was tandy's spirit that really her just unflinching and unwavering spirit of just being herself kind of brought that out of me of being confident enough to do that. And then we, uh, and then I really, and then the more we were doing that, the more people loved it. And the more Mm. that we were so unapologetically Lewis Hamilton fans, the more people felt comfortable coming into our circle and and it's just kind of grown from there and i think it's not an act it's not like i'm doing it to to make fans or whatever i'm doing it because that's how i feel that's what i want to make and i think that's absolutely fine in football you have fan channels all the time i listen to so many arsenal podcasts it's crazy in basketball, I'm sure. In NFL, I'm sure. There are team-based podcasts. F1 is the only sport where you're absolutely pillared and battered for wanting to support someone, for being biased towards that someone because you support them. And as a content creator, how many times do I get, in, like, uh, how many times do I get, um, what do you call it, uh, tweets from people saying, you're a podcaster. You should be less biased. You should... Hold on. Last time I checked, I, I paid. I bought this. I bought this. Like, so you... I don't, I don't, I don't, you see these lights? I bought that light. You see that green screen? I bought that. So don't... don't and unless you bought that, unless you're paying for my shit, you can't talk to me. And even if you did... You would have to pay me a lot of money for you to then have creative control over what I do and say. So that's that's that that's that. I make the type of shit I make because I want to make it and I can make it and I'm good at it and that's it. Does that answer okay. the question? All right, hell yeah, that answered the question. Good and over like it was overbaked answer, which was <laughs> awesome. 
Awesome. And then people, listen, you can only be here to get a seat. You know, you got some scenes from backstage. You know what I'm saying? That backstage <laughs> pass, y'all just got backstage passes, all right? You know what backstage mean? passes. So, Anasha, all has, access Fred, passes. has Fred been had or is he doing bad? Fred Vassour, Ferrari, team principal. Has he been had or is he doing bad? What's can up? you hear that background noise? No? You can. Oh, you can't. Okay, good. Uh, Fred has been had. He's been had. He's been had. Oh, he's been had. He's been had. How so, sir? It's a tree, It's a it's a poison chalice, Ferrari. You know, you can't just walk into Ferrari and in six months he's had no say in the setup direction of that car. Mattia Bonotto oh. has essentially left him an absolute turd of a car to deal with this season. And um, I think that, for me, he can't do anything about that. He can't do anything about that. We have to give him time to be able to develop the car. And for me, I think that that is the fact that he's been had. He's walked in. Look, if someone offers you your dream job, you're <laughs> going to take it. But right. if you turn up your dream job and it's an absolute shambles, right. then what, what can you do? What can you okay. do, man? All right, all right. So here we go. Our first, our first role play. All right, you're the CEO, Scuderia Ferrari. All right, you're the CEO. I'm Charles. I'm coming in your office, boss like too, boss like, and I'm telling you, either I'm out, or you get this piece of shit of a team that's supposed to be a Formula One team together. I'm gone. What do you say, Charles? Yeah, 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 yeah. Says get so this you- team together, or I'm out. Or out. Not just together, but this piece of shit of what's supposed to be a Formula One team together or I'm out. Those words to you as a CEO come in your office right now. I'm pissed. I'm done. SF23, F175, B-Spec, whatever it is, it sucks. What do you say? <laughs> what do you say? Is that what you do? Do you, do you close, close the door? door. I say, okay. you know what? Step into my office. Okay. Step into my office. Close the door. We're private right. now. No okay. noise. All right. Um, I would say, look, Charles, Ferrari has made a commitment to you. Okay. Okay. Right. Why? Because we see you as the future of this team. Okay. Where are you going to get the love that you get in Ferrari elsewhere? Right now. You walk out right now. Where do you go? Ferrari, you are the face of Ferrari. You go okay. to Mercedes. They have the face of the sport there. Mm. You go to Red Bull, they've got the white face of the sport there. Yeah, the white. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you need to stay here. But what I need from you, okay, is leadership, okay? Mm. We're going to go through tough times, but it's going to make the good times better, okay? okay? Lead this team. Give the setup directions. Give the feedback. Be in the factory. Joel the team up. You need to be motivating the team to do better. You need to be, you know, is your team down at the moment? You know what? Here's the company credit card. Take them out for dinner. Treat them well. Okay? And in fact, for you, are you okay? Here's my yacht. Take your girlfriend on my yacht. Enjoy that. Have some downtime. And let's go back. Yeah, well, you know, do what you yeah. need to do on the yacht. The yacht is there for you. Yeah. Okay. All I'm saying is, Charles, yeah. come on. 
okay? We need heads focused. We've just got a new team boss in. Let's work through the ideas. Let's work through the restructure. Like you three. need to keep the team on an even keel, motivated and ready to go. So you I'm Charles. that guy. I'm that guy. You're, you're Charles, I knew, I've known you're that guy since you were 14 years old and I saw you in the junior series. That's why we funded your whole racing career. Okay? You're right. You're I right. I did. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we got questions coming in. Mary Beanie says, off topic, but I want to know, how do you feel about Princess George? What's your take on Princess George? You know That's I love George. Over this way. I know. But she I know, I know. About Princess George. I love, well, one, I call it. He, you know what, George is a Karen in a Formula One driver's body. <laughs> like, <laughs> and once you realise that, then, you know, I, I've got no real feeling towards George. George is... Have you ever seen the film The Big Short? Mm, Have you seen it? He is Ryan Reynolds' character, okay? Like, he is is very self-serving, but he's very transparent in how self-serving he is, okay? He's out for the best for himself. I think the phrase that Steve... uh, I can't remember his name now, but one of the phrases goes, um, would I buy a car from him? No. no, but you know, I I know what he's about. I don't trust him, no. but I know that I don't trust him, and I want to see what it's about. So I think you can't, you can't be, you can't. Uh, what's that, that story about? You know, a snake. Someone, t- a man takes a snake home, and he doesn't. You know, he looks after the snake. He finds a snake at the side of the road, he, right. and he picks him up. He looks after him. He takes him home. He feeds him, watches him, and the snake comes back to help. And then the snake bites him. He goes, "Why the fuck did you bite me?" He goes, "Well, I'm a snake. snake. You knew that when you picked me up." So you know, if if you know that you've got someone who is self-serving, looking out for themselves, wants the best for their own career, then you're not going to get too pissed off when they start coming on the radio and asking for (laughs) for team orders. So that's my thought on George, man. What about you? What are your thoughts on George? Me, my position on George is this: I think. To a degree, I understand the whole campaigning for Valtteri's return. But as of right who's now... Saying, who's doing that? Like, there's a... Bro, there's campaigning for Valtteri's return. For who? For Valtteri. Boldest butt cheeks Valtteri. Bottas butt cheek Valtteri. And let, let me, me tell, tell you, you now. This is my take. If Bottas was half the driver George was in 2021, we'd be looking at Lewis as an eight-time world champion. Don't even... Don't even... Do not even bring that man round. Oh, my God. Do you guys remember what was going on? Max was beating him on pace in 2020 with the fastest car on the grid. And there were races where Max was solidly in between him and him and Lewis. And you're telling me that you want him to come back. He's getting buoyed by Joe at the moment. I was just going to say it. I was going to say it right now. No, my, don't my don't actually is, don't piss me off, bro. Right, don't don't piss me off. Might have to, might have to, because me Valtteri, I'm like, man, he ain't been showing me shit this season. Like, I'm not he. Even if you brought Valtteri back, like, what are you bringing him back? Like, I understand contractual situation, but do y'all remember Valtteri was leaving the door open? Like, he ain't give a shit. Like, his defense, his team maintenance. I understand it was contract. You want to say okay, it was contract. He wasn't happy. Okay, cool. But even if you look at this shit right now, what is Valtteri doing right now? He's supposed to be the boss man over Alpha Romeo, and you can't. 
even tell he the boss. You can't even tell he the boss. At least with George, understand you. I might not like his character, but you got a to me a far better driver at this point in time and moving forward for Mercedes. Lewis Hamilton yeah. is regardless still the best and the GOAT. He's still legitimately on the back end of his career. At some point in time in five seasons, he likely is going to say, I'm done with this, period, right? So you still need somebody. You, who you going to have? Valtteri in there? Like, Valtteri's not going to, he's not a succession plan. He's not a future plan. So that's my take on that. That's my take on that. No, you're right. You're, you're absolutely right, man. And I think... Uh... I've got nothing else to say on that. <laughs> so, so then Akandu says, Nasha, what issues you think Ferrari are having within the team where it's not performing as a top team? Oh, that's a lot. Mm. Bro. Just pick three. How long, how long is a piece of string? Like, honestly, <laughs> like, uh, okay. I think clearly <clears throat> aerodynamic department. Okay. They have designed a car which they can't seem to upgrade. Like, I think they've gone backwards since the middle of last year. Okay. They've just gone backwards, 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 backwards. Um, so clearly, whatever updates, whatever's going through in the wind tunnel is not translating to what we're seeing on the car to the point where the car is just nowhere near where it was last year. And it might have good one lap pace, but in this era of Formula One with DRS and a competitor that has a, what, a 20 kilometer an hour, uh, you know, DRS advantage. Right. There's no point in qualifying first if they're just going to overtake you on lap three. So I think aero one, Strategy, okay. Oh, two. Okay. I mean, gosh, just I don't know. I think they even I'm got rid of the driver strategy. Error three. Pardon? I'm gonna say driver errors three. Driver oh, errors. Yeah, How many yeah. driver errors have we seen this season? Well, you oh, want to count one alone? Signs. And... <laughs> signs. So right. I think we've given Donkey the day to signs like three times in seven races. That's nearly fifty percent. Like it's bad. It's yeah. bad. Right. Charles has been okay, but there has been driver errors from him as well. Oh, facts. He did. He doubled up on that shit in Miami. Like for real. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Just saying. not good enough. It's not good enough. Right. It's not good enough. It's right. Good enough. All right. So uh, Uno says. How do you feel about Ferrari letting down Leclerc on not having the car like two or three years ago? I think. Oh uh, man! Yeah. Uh, well, when did he get let down? Last year. Yeah, I, I think guess. He might, he's got to be talking about like. Well, I mean, I guess you could. I mean, this, this look, year look. Too, but, I think yeah. uh, if you look at, it's a shame that Charles went to Ferrari in 2019 because mm. I would have loved to have seen Charles in the 2018 Ferrari that Vettel had. Ooh. Charles versus Lewis, Ooh. that would that have been, spicy. been tasty. That could have been That spicy. would have been tasty. And we saw Charles's, you know, the 2019 Ferrari, people forget, Charles Leclerc won, I think, three oh. races that season. Right. Um, I mean, he was qualifying fucking him. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, just of course. So, um, but, you know, he nearly won in his second race at Ferrari. So, for me, I think, how do I feel about it? I think, look, Ferrari have... I think Ferrari, if Charles Leclerc is a generational driver that everyone says he is, and I think mm -hmm. he is, 
I'd like to see him over the course of a season with the championship winning car the same way we've okay. seen Max. I do, I do need to see a bit more. I'm not being... I'm not seeing in Max what I saw in... Ma- Sorry, I'm not seeing not in Charles what I saw in Max. Max. At Fair. All. Fair. At all. I'm not Fair. seeing it. I don't think... I think over one lap he's got it. I don't think over the course of a season yeah. he has what it takes, but I'm I'm willing to That's be fair. proven wrong. But Ferrari but, do need to give him a decent car. He needs a good okay. car. Yeah, because we need and, to remove that variable, right? Remove that variable, then we really get to see. It's almost like quarterback in football, right? Like, I'm saying yes. he can't throw it downfield, but he don't have any receives. Okay, so now we're going to go get you a true number one, two, and we yeah. got you a slight and a solid tight end. If your yards don't increase after that, like, it's all you. We got to get on you. quarterback. It's on you. Right. It's on you. And I, think, okay. and I think that's it. And I think, you know, uh, yeah. I yeah. Think you've, you've, you've described it perfectly, to be honest. I've got nothing. No <laughs> notes. Nothing to add. <laughs> nothing to add. <laughs> all right, so Paul Koloski, appreciate it, bro. Fam says, what do you think of Merck's upgrade? Peace and love. So what do you think about the W14B Mercedes? Oh, the BBL. Um, I, <laughs> I uh, look, it's encouraging. I think we were good in Spain last year as well. So I think the real, it will, it will be interesting to see how we go around Canada, which is completely track profile. Um, um, but it looks good. It looks good. It does look a lot better. I think we, I think Lewis probably could, if you know, if it wasn't for that collision with George, I think we were looking at a front row potentially yeah. for Lewis. Um, so I think, yeah, I think the upgrades look good, and I think it's a shame that it's happened so late. But I think what what we can be encouraged about truly now is that next year we have a car potentially if we can you have to remember these upgrades are bolted on to the old concept so you've got parts of the old concept and parts of the new concept so it it is a hybrid of the two concepts so for me what i'm really excited for is seeing a whole concept with this after all of the data that we're going to get from the races and look we've still got another it's like 70 60 percent of the season still left bro yeah so I think for me, I can't, I can't see any other situation other than us improving. And let's see. I think by the end of these, I don't know if we'll be quick enough in 2024 to go for a title. It would be awesome Definitely if we are. Notice on the door though. Yeah, Definitely and I think twenty. I think if we're fighting for wins next year, look, if we're fighting for wins this year, I think that that's oh. that's real progress. But we've got to see. We've got. Two different tracks coming up now in Canada right. and Austria. Canada, Austria. And then uh, we've got Silverstone after that. So oh, so, so, some, some really good little test coming up. Good, good little, little test, test coming, up. coming up. Good little test coming up. All right, so let me give sure. you your flowers, bro, because people want to give you your flowers. So I'm going to give them Do to they? You. Yeah, yeah, they want to give you your flowers. Oh. Will I am Super Chat says, what up, Nasha? Your last pod with Denny was epic. Oh, don't wow, start don't don't stop funny. yet right now it says he agreed with you on both Taz butt cheeks in the stream freak dogs flare paul says should f1 step in and do something about the huge drs advantage mary beanie says not a great episode with denny but princess george what no rain laugh out loud mercedes coming with more upgrades in canada fred bizarre another scapegoat for ferrari so let's get to these other questions real quick we got uh, let me see. Box office. So box office says, uh, my question is, how is Nasha so fucking cool? 
That ain't even <laughs> a question. That's just some more flowers for you, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, it's his swag, bro. It's it, I'm gonna. I'll tell you. I'll answer that question for Nasha. It's his <laughs> swag and the fact that there is no conformity. There's a difference between understanding your environment and your space, but there is a vast difference in between in conforming, like the board, right? So, like in his content space, he's not worried about. It. And like I said, I opened up with that question for a reason. Unapologetically biased, and it's just not biased. It's unapologetically him, damn self. And when you yourself and people accept you for who you are, then the environment around you will throw you'll thrive off that. So that's a fact. That's why he's so fucking cool. Cause ain't he ain't being fake out here. He's not trying to be something he's uh, not. Fact, facts you. on that. So big shout. That's really that. cool. And thank you for. I should say thank you for the kind words, and thank you for all of the uh, comments on the last podcast. I if it felt special when I when we were doing. That was the first time. Me and Denny have done a one-to-one podcast together. She, she awesome. And she smashed it. And and you know what? Like, you know it, Jay, as well. Coming onto our podcast, you've got to be on your toes, man. Like, it's not an environment where, you know, you can sit back and, like, you've got, like, the jokes are coming. Like, yeah, no, you've, Ooh, right. you've got to fucking keep up. And for her to keep up, I just want to for her to keep up. Big shout uh, out to and and to have her personality out there was was really good. So I'm really glad everyone enjoyed it. And also, being cool is just being being yourself. Facts. And yeah, and I think Jay, you made a good point. Once you know yourself, I, there was times where I didn't know myself and I was trying to be something okay. I'm not. And I think once you're just yourself, uh, it's really cool to to be able to be yourself and for people to accept that and say nice things is super dope. So shout out to. To, to you guys for the nice comments that's that's awesome man that's really cool appreciate that so here we go man what's your favorite beverage alcoholic one. oh jay you know I've, you know i celebrated last night obviously because we got in nylon magazine oh Big yeah up. yeah Big yeah up. i was talking about that while you was off right yeah we got in nylon magazine right. so i was like you know what the most appropriate way for me to celebrate okay is this lovely bottle hey! of champagne <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that I've had waiting for especially. So for those who don't know, okay, this wonderful man that we're looking at right here, when he first came on the show last year, July, it was around Tandy's birthday, and he said, "I'm going to send you a bottle of champagne." And I, and I remember thinking, "Yeah, right." And he said, "Send a bottle of champagne." And this bottle, he sent two bottles of champagne in a lovely wooden case, some fucking. T- Tattinger champagne, like this is not cheap. This is really good shit. Just, just because. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna save that for a special occasion. And we were all in a nylon magazine, and and I was like, you know what? I never celebrate wins. I'm always like, Jay, you know, I'm always like, onto the next one. Don't care. Onto the next one. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna celebrate. And Jay, let me tell you. I drank every last bottle in this, every last drop in this bottle, I drank it. And let me tell you, my hangover this morning was brutal. Um, but, uh, but so I just wanted to tell everyone that because I think that you don't find friends in this content thing very easily. Um, it, it can get, it can get, it's really difficult. And for me to have found friends in this, um, it's just, you know, from the other side of the world, it's just really, honestly, it's super heartwarming. And so I want to say, I want to give you your flowers Appreciate and say thank you so much. 
Now, this person's probably like, I had a question. Um, My favourite non-alcoholic beverage is tea. Mm. I can't go without a cup of tea every morning. My day can't start. My favourite... If not, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. I love full fat coke. I love full fat coke. It is. I'll put it up there as like a vice. Like I, I stopped smoking weed. I've like you know. What I mean? I've stopped you partying as much. <laughs> like during you know I mean? like, and, and I've stopped. Okay. Full fat coke. I've stopped vaping. Yeah, I stopped vaping. Full fat coke. I cannot kick that habit. Like oh, I love shame. that shit. And like, yeah, I know what it's doing to my insides. I don't want to know. But you don't care. Um, <laughs> Um, I don't care. And then my favorite alcoholic beverage is, well, it used to be red wine. I've stopped okay. drinking red wine as much now. All right. So this is why I'm like, so I'm a bit hyper. Yeah. I'm a bit like, yeah. oh, so yeah. I'm, not, I'm not good to things that bring you down. I've right. noticed. You like the uppers. So I, like the, I do like the uppers. So, uh, so uh, my favorite alcoholic, I like rum. Rum and mm. juice is my favorite alcoholic beverage so i hope that's answered yeah your yeah question. yeah definitely so then not, uno has another question he says do you feel fred resort can bring the magic to ferrari his way and not like the past team well player? they've got no choice they've locked in okay. you've got to lock in with fred for him at least another three years Okay. And then I guess you've got to let him get his hands on the new regulations. So really, we're looking at it. He's probably got to stay until 2026, at Ooh, least. At least. Okay. So okay. we're looking at another, what, two and a half, two years? Okay. Fuck me. 2026 isn't Damn. that long. It's right? not that long, bro. It's not <laughs> That's that not long. long at all. We're looking at two and a half years. At least he's got to stay for another two and a half years. We've got to get to 2026. We've got to get to the new engine regs. Um, which is the next reset in F1. And if Ferrari can nail the engine regs, okay. if they have the strongest engine, they're, they're halfway to, 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 you know, to, to winning the title, really. Okay. So, you know, that's how Mercedes won in 2014. They had the best turbo hybrid engine. And it didn't really matter about the aero mm. because they were so fucking oh. fast. Mm. Yeah, and they were much quicker than Renault. They were much quicker than Ferrari. I think those are the only con- uh, engine constructors at that point. Um, oh, Honda, much quicker than Honda. So, so yeah, I think, yeah, let's, let's see how it goes. You've got to give him time. Okay. Maria Duncan says, I would like to know if Nasha has any suggestions as to other tracks in Africa that could work for an F1 GP since Kalami is not happening, which I went off on that shit. Um, <clears throat> Morocco has a track. They've expressed interest. But if we're talking sub-Saharan Africa, it's Kailami or Bust, man. I'm not going to lie. Ooh, like, it, it, it really is Kailami or Bust. If you're talking sub-Saharan Africa, yeah, I, I can't see. Unless they would, I mean, they'd, I mean, like, could you do a, a street circuit around Cape Town, maybe? Okay. Obviously, Cape Town does the E-Pri. So there is the potential for some kind of street circuit in Cape Town. I don't think they could get that to a level where it could host an F1 race. I'm not going to lie. So I think it's Kyle Army or Bust. I think money will talk. I think it will get done. But, you know, South Africa, you have to remember South Africa is not in a great place at the moment. So whilst it is able to hold, you know, we've seen it hold World Cups, 
Right. We've in you know, a rugby World Cup. We've seen it host a football World Cup. We've seen it host, uh, um, I think, cricket. You know, they, they, they hold cricket. You know, I think so. You know, South Africa can hold large events. Right. But the you know it's got to make financial sense privately. And I think what they were doing is, I think what it is is that the government can't afford it, obviously. So it's going through private measures. And I think whoever's doing it privately, they need reassurances that they will make money. But it will make money. That Grand Prix will be the greatest party in the world. And it's... um, Every time I hear about it being cancelled, I just get so heartbroken. I'm like, yeah, hold on. Yeah. I need to tweet that I'm on here. Sorry, I just, just right. how long <laughs> we got on here? You got, we got time, bro. All right, so your bro, next question. I'm sorry, I'm like, you good, man. We real time doing. See, this is what this is how we work. Real time, we always developing content <laughs> for real. So Baraka says, asks Nasha if George is looking around the grid and seeing that his age mates and buddies are all number one drivers while he's a number two. I on you know what pocket watching is George pocket watching around the grid, bro? Is he pocket watching? And do you if he is pocket watching, do you think that's affecting the way he's conducting himself inside of Mercedes? I'm just gonna add to your question, Barack, if you don't mind, brother. Yeah, go crazy. So what do you think? Do I think he's pocket watching? Do you think George is pocket watching his other mates while they have number one driver seats and he's a number two? And if so, do you think that's affecting his way the way he's acting out in Mercedes? No. Okay. Well, I think anyone's always pocket watching, right? I think I, I think George has a three-year contract. Well, multi-year contract, we can assume it's three. Okay. Um, I think he's obviously going to enter into contract negotiations at okay. some point. He's going to say, I think I'm as good as Lando Norris. I think I'd, I'm a race winner now. I deserve the same amount of money that Lando and Ooh. Mercedes are going to go, well, we don't think that. And it's going to be a negotiation. I okay. think it'll be quite quick. Um, but I think George knows George if uh, to my British fans on there George is essentially Prince Charles <laughs> knowing that he's going to be king one day and he's just waiting for the queen to go basically mm. and that's George George knows as soon as Lewis goes he's, he's the de facto number one in that team and you know he will be you know, so I think he knows he's biding his time Sometimes, you know, you might see a girl you like, she's got a boyfriend. Right. And you've got to wait until he fucks up because they always fuck up. Yep. And it yep. might take one month, six months, two yeah. years, four years, five years. You don't know. <laughs> but when they fuck up, you're going to be there. And uh, <laughs> slide in. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry about that. What? He did what? Oh, no. <laughs> so, uh <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, so listen, that's George. Paul says, should F1 step in to do something about the huge DRS advantage? That's a great question. I think, mm. I think some kind of stand. It's hard though because you can't have a standardized DRS because you have to remember the way the DRS works with the wing. It is all in tune with your car and your aero, and you know, so right. you can't really unless you start going to spec wings. It's hard, you know. They already have regulations on it, but for sure, one team shouldn't be able to. Not shouldn't, but it's a problem. Red Bull's DRS is a problem. Do I think they should step in? Uh, I think we should see. Like, I think if if Red Bull win every race this year, I think there's got to be some kind of directive. But what do you target? 
I think the DRS is an easy target, but you know they know what's making Red Bull so much faster than everyone else. So I think something that targets that. Yeah, don't breach the cost cap. Yeah, the cost cap. Obviously, <laughs> the cost cap is was one thing, um, but uh, but yeah, I think um, I think yeah, I, I, I think. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm in two in minds because we could develop something that could. The thing is, we could develop something that could do that. There like, do you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm more for Mercedes sorting their car out, developing something similar. Okay. And then, and then let's go fucking DRS with DRS. Let's go. Like, yeah. and clearly, straight line speed is right. an issue for every team. And I'm sure everyone's looking at their straight line speed. How can I get more? To be fair, our straight line speed at the weekend looked pretty good. Pretty good, pretty solid. So, okay. you know, I, so I'm you're saying don't not, don't pull a red bull on yourself. Don't ask for something because you want to slow another team down, and then you end up getting caught in a net that you threw out to catch the fish, right? Yeah, I think typically that could happen. So that I could happen. And look, fight it out. Let's let's do it fairly. And like, look, I think, look, yeah, I think it's too. Early. I do think it's, it's too, too early. early. Yeah, I do think it's too early. We're only a year and three months into the regulations, like I agree. Well, a year and a half, I guess. But you know, so let's see. Let's see. I agree. So we got a super chat. Sylvia Wick, thank you very much for helping me out. She got Big up, game. Sylvia. Yeah, Mary Beanie. Lewis is fully dialed in for 2024. He wants to win. We got mm. Will I Am. Nasha, I see the Sergio Techie drip. Also, <laughs> <laughs> what is your take on Kyle Ami falling apart once again in the final hour? We have two more deadlines uh, in the WMSC this year, and it's looking too good. Uh, is this Kyle Ami? Yes. I think he we he answered that Kalami question earlier, but yeah, I mean, look, asking, we have two more deadlines. So okay, like I think honestly, for me, I like South Africa's our third biggest territory behind America, and then the UK, then it's South Africa. So our third biggest territory for us, obviously, we're Zimbabwe with South African kind of bloodline as well. So it really is like a home race for us. So it would be incredible. And for us, the plans that we have, mm-hmm. well, but I can't wait to talk to you after this call, but the, the plans that we have um, are incredible okay. for Kyle Army. Like, you know, we have, we were ready to go last year. So what we have in place of what we want to do in terms of fan meetup and stuff going on and, you know, we're planning a lot. So I think for me, I think for me, if, um, if, if it happens, just know that I know the country itself. I know, I know Johannesburg. I know that's going to be an incredible party. And I know that Quickstop F1 is going to be at the center of that 1 million percent. Okay, got a double question. Nasha and Jay, do you feel Russell is an ideal force to Max as he got into the debate at Baku and wobbled his platform of the uh, dominance on that track and can battle? I mean, yeah. I mean, we've seen plenty of times and glimpses where Russell has wheel-to-wheel with Max and definitely has, I believe, the race craft, just did not have the car. And one thing I will, and I know know some people are going to be like Princess Joy, Princess Joy, but I'm going to tell you something. One thing that I have seen at least – in the last two seasons that Russell will do unapologetically is he will stay in his shit when Max tries to press him. 
Lewis will back out of there. But I'm not saying Lewis is any softer than Russell. What I'm saying is it's a mind, it's a frame of mind. Russell, almost like y'all call him 2.0 max, that's what you're going to need to do. You're going to need to force the chips back to max and say, you know what, if you want to put me in a position where I have to decide, am I going to ruin my race or back out to you, I'm going to make sure I put you in that same damn position when you give it to me. So what do you want to do? And I told you all, I'm the type of person where I'm going to wreck his ass out if you want to put me in that position. Then I'm going to see you in the pits, and I want to know if the next time we go out, is that going to be your same energy? Russell will do that, and you need to do that if you're going to battle Max. That's what happened with Carlos. Carlos should have stood his ground instead of backing out. I mean, he wasn't losing shit anyway, and forced the yeah. issue. He should have forced the issue. Yeah. So what do you think? It's a two-part question. You, you, What do you think, my brother? I think the same. I think, um, I think Max... I think George has shown that he's not scared of getting his elbows out, unlike Bottas. So, you know, already better than Bottas. Um, and I think, for me, I think, I think, look, we have two drivers. This is the thing, guys. Red Bull only have one driver. Let's, let's be honest about it. Mercedes has two. So if we're in a title fight with Max, we have two drivers who are capable of driving with him wheel to wheel. I think Lewis does. I think he does back out or did back out up until up until Saudi Arabia, I think. And then uh, I think he was like, you know what? No, I'm not backing out anymore. Like, and that's well, Italy. Sorry, until Italy. And then I think in, at Italy last year in 2021, I think he said, you know what? I'm not backing out. And he ended up with a car on his head. But every every point after that, he's he's fought Max. And we saw what happened in Brazil last year. Right. Saw what happened in Brazil the year before. So it was happened in Abu Dhabi. He's not backing out anymore. And I think, for me, more for it. And I think George went back out. So I think, I'm looking for, man, this is what people don't understand. Yes, it's boring right now. But when Mercedes are back... Against oh, against the world champion Max Verstappen, and we've got two cars instead of one. Then we're gonna see some real. We're gonna see some cry real good action. Oh man, it's gonna be oh, some he's crying gonna, going on. He's gonna hate it. Him saying he wants to fight with Lewis again. You don't, don't want, want that, that big man. You, you don't want that smoke. <laughs> you don't have the facilities for that big man. Like I mean, like honestly. So uh, so yeah, All we'll right. see. Okay, so then a condu says. Do you think it's Ferrari handling in the corners that's killing their tires, whereas to force them to the pit earlier than normal uh, stints? Well, I think I think Bryson answered that question as well. It, it's the uh, Ferrari has been aggressive on tires and, and the way they have yeah. their car set up. So, Nasha, what do you think? Do you think it's the corners or you think it's the car setup overall? I think it's the car setup. I think they're. I think. And obviously, then going through corners because of the car setup, you know, it, it's got to do that. Like, and it's a, it's a problem they've had for two years now. Right. Um, you know, they're they're not great on their tires. Um, in fact, I'd even argue it it's been a Ferrari problem for years now. To be honest, mm. uh, you don't really ever see Ferraris do great long stints. Like, it's not really in their kind of in in their makeup. So. Okay. Yeah, I think for me, they need to sort that out because, to be fair, you look at it, that was a thing Mercedes had. And that's one thing that the upgrade has given us is the ability to yeah. run longer stints and to be less less harsh in our tyres. So for me, I think Ferrari, if they just need to look at what Mercedes have done and be like, hey, you know, it's possible. Aston Martin have gone backwards as well in terms of tyre oh, yeah. wear. And I think probably, to be fair, it's that tyre wear which probably cost Alonso pole in Monaco. 
So mm. um, I think I think to be honest, you know, we're in a situation where um, Mercedes have done well to get that under control. Okay, big shout out Sylvia with Kelly helping me out with that. I see the names up there. Mary Beanie says, "Oh, she's asking a real quick question. Nasha, will you be in Coda? I'm looking forward to it." Oh yeah, we're gonna be in Coda. We're gonna be in Coda. We're gonna do a live show. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, we're oh, going to be there. Now, Texas, bro? I'm in Texas. Yeah, I told you this. You're, you, I thought you was planning it in. I didn't know you locked it in yet. You locked I'm it locked in. in. Oh, shit. I'm locked in. I'm going, we're going to Texas. Yeah. 100%. 100%. We're going to be in I Texas. We're going to be in Vegas there. as well. I might have to, and then I'm moving Vegas. to America next year. All right. Yeah, that we did talk about that, man. Bro, I might have to see about coming to Coda then again. Bro, I might have to get with you. All right, so yeah, hey, we'll talk about on. that off. We'll talk about that off air, definitely. Yeah, we'll talk about off air. All right, uh, Uno Twin, thank you, fam. Also, I'd love to see you guys there. By the way, oh, so yeah, yeah, no. if you are if you are going to Kota, please let us know. Okay. Um, we obviously we we're gonna do the live show, so we'd love to see you at the live show. But obviously, we'd love to see you and yeah, hang out with you guys and and you know and put faces to names. So of course, facts, yeah, facts. we'll be there. Yeah, I got to. Uh, Uno says, "Twin, thank you uh, for my T-shirt. Are oh, you welcome, bro? On it, we got our, we got a T-shirt. I think Scotland, so that's the first T-shirt to Scotland. And oh, also, nice. we had one go to South Africa. So big shout out to the fam and oh, wow. T. Renzo. Yours is coming by way of UK. So we've been sending a lot of shirts overseas. So big shout out to that's you all. Crazy. I got the pictures and I crazy. will post it. I'm trying to tell you yeah, much love, sure. bro. Uh, let me that's see who incredible. else we got right here. Okay, so I got a question, man. Is your is your first time your first sexual experience? Is it a is it a horrific one? Is it a bad one? Is it one that you'd hate what? to? Yeah, I'm asking you. Yeah, is it is it was it is it horrible? Before I ask the question, I want to ask: Is it was it horrible? Was no, it traumatic? It, was, it, was, it wasn't traumatic. Yeah. Okay, cool. Wasn't yeah. traumatic. That's all I care about. So let me ask you this: Your first time at a Formula One race? Do you remember that? Can you think back to when that was? I've never been. You never been. So this is going to be your first time. So. Austin's gonna be my first race. Oh, yeah. oh so Texas is gonna bust your cherry coming to Texas, the yeah. US of A. Oh my god, I might have to really yeah. be there. So okay, so just <laughs> think about what it would be. All right, think about what it yeah. would be, and I'm gonna ask you this question at a later day. I'm gonna ask you after you experience Coda in Texas in <laughs> yeah. the Formula One. I'm gonna ask you a question to see that if you could go back in time and erase the events, but not the mental experience. Which one would you still choose to do first before the other? I'm going to ask you after the experience because right now it won't be fair to ask you that. Won't be fair to ask you that. <laughs> won't be fair to ask you. That. I, I mean, I know. I might ask you on a live show when you're there. I might be. In yeah, the crowd and ask you that's right. Ask me when I'm there. Okay. But I'm probably going to say Austin. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Don't tell me about that. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> He said, I'm probably going to say Austin the smallest yeah, one. No, no. Oh, no. my God. All Love right. Me. So, let me see. <laughs> uh, how do you feel now? Uno says, how do you feel now, Red Bull, working uh, with Ford? And how good will they produce what they uh, have with the in Honda in the future? Oof, man, I've answered that. I'm, I think – go ahead, Nasha. What do you think about that? They're going to switch over to Ford. Versus home, well, right? the, the Ford you... is just like a badge on it, really, isn't it? Like, I, Red Bull powertrains. Mm -hmm. I, oh, man, Red Bull powertrains don't put building a, produce a cart engine that I would put on my daughter's car for racing. It's all it's all shenanigans. It's all Honda. I, 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 yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. And Honda are taking all that IP over to to Aston Martin mm -hmm. as well. So. Mm -hmm. I, 
I, I, you know, I think, you know who is a fucking gangster? Who? Lawrence Stroll is a oh, gangster. Bro, say it. He a mob boss. He is a gangster. Not only did these guys, like, have they been, like, infringing on shit for, like, the last two years and got away with it. <laughs> he's, he's stolen Honda from Red Bull. No one's talking about that. On Honda left, and they were like, Red Bull, like, okay, we're going to have to make our own fucking engines because we can't get a supply from someone else. We have to be a works team. And Lawrence Joe rolled up and signed a fucking exclusive Honda deal with fuck. Oh, oh, that is mad. And Aston Martin is a fucking car manufacturer. They literally could make their own engines. And he said, you know what? Fuck that. We're going to the best engine in the game. I think that's incredible. So... I don't know how good Red Bull's engines are going to be. I hope they're absolutely fucking shit. <laughs> Listen, there's an acronym for Ford, and we say it often in America, so it might give you a hint. It's called Found on Road Dead or Fix or Repair Daily. That has been the acronym for Ford for yeah. decades and generations yeah. in America. So just think about that. I know some people are like, oh, well, in the rally game, that's fine in the rally game. I'm talking about in the streets of America and USA. You got a Ford, we know that you're paying some maintenance bills. If you don't have that flagship, that that Ford F-150, if you don't have maybe the GT 5.0, we know, like, you're done. You're done out here in these streets. You're finished. I would never, ever, ever buy a Ford. <laughs> I would not buy one either. No, respectfully. And also, sorry, I know there's some people who really have a Ford. They are fine. They are fine. But like Lauren Stroll, it's really no because here Japanese cars are cheap as fuck. Are they? Over here. Yeah, they're so cheap. Like what's cheap, bro? They're... Well, how long's a piece of string? What car are you buying? Like, okay, I'll tell you you what, the uh, second hand TSX. I don't. I have to look that up. I'm not a massive the Civic, car, the Type R Civic. Type R Civic. Yeah. Oh, wait. We're looking at. Hold on. Let me, because yeah, I, I don't want to say something wrong. The Type R Civic Second Hand UK. Uh, what? So how old? New or, new or old? Let's go, let's go 20, let's go 2021. 2021, yeah? Yeah, let's go 2021. All right. 2021, here we go. Here we go. Sorry, my internet's going a little slow whilst I am on. Here we go. Used, uh, we're looking at... Here we go. Oh, that's a, do you want the GT? Okay, we'll do that. Yeah, you're looking at between, oof, looking at between nineteen thousand and twenty five thousand. Okay, all right, that ain't bad. That ain't bad. The, Damn, it's like I'm telling you, like Japanese car, Japanese cars here. Are, I I feel like they're probably cheaper here than they are in America. I would think so. I would think so. So, um, so yeah, because it's probably a lot of duties on foreign. That's why you, people get excited uh, about like foreign right. cars in your country because I'm pretty sure there's like a heavy leaving duty on yeah. foreign cars because you want to protect the American automobile industry. Like so, like for here, like foreign, so we have a choice of like Japanese cars. Then you've got the German cars. Obviously, like right. we have, then you've got the Italian, like because Europe's on our doorstep, and we actually fucking build loads of these cars here. Right, right. that's, like, that's a so, fact. So, like, 
Do you know what I mean? So it's it's different. I'm I'm looking forward to buying an American car though. I'm not gonna Are lie. You? I think I want an American car. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. All right. So I got a question I'm, from Malachi. Do you think that mm. the teams other than Red Bull breaking the cost cap would be a good thing given that they are behind in development? Oh shit. I don't Do you want me to be honest? Yeah. Do you want me to be honest? We've got to let that go. There you go. I don't think it's we've got to let that go. Like, I'm sorry guys. Like we've like we have to let it go. Like if we break the cost cap on purpose, they're gonna come down with it on a, like a ton of fucking bricks. Like and do I think that the cost cap breaking is the reason why Red Bull are so far ahead of everyone? No. Like, I'm sorry. Like, okay. it's not. It's not. But, but, do I think that Mercedes should be leveraging their political power? Do you know what? Fucking Red, Red Bull are like, if this doesn't change, we're packing up, we're going. Fine. You know when someone's like, I'm leaving, I'm taking my ball with me, no one can mm. play. That's what we need to do. We need to be like literally forcing these guys to play along. So if we want technical changes, the way that we got the technical change with the porpoising last year, we need to be putting pressure to do that. That's what we should be doing. Fuck a cost cap. We need to be working in the fucking corridors in the FIA to get the things that we want. The cost cap is arbitrary. We should be underneath the cost cap. We should have no issues with that. What we should be doing is leveraging. The way that Red Bull leveraged the FIA, they leveraged fucking Michael Massey, they leveraged the FIA afterwards, they're leveraging the FIA now. We need to be doing that. Okay. Respectfully. Respect. Okay. All right. And that's, that is true. You got to leverage your power. And yeah. I, think, I think we all kind of, we all, well, a lot of us criticize Toto for not doing so. I think we criticized him for a key moments where he should have and he didn't. They were a little bit too if, silly if, with that shit, for real. I mean, to be fair, he did whistleblow on, on Red Bull last year with the cost cap. And he was the one that was like, there's one team that's, that's gone over that's the cost true. cap. And then people were but, mad about that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? But I would like, I would have liked for him to push more once the thing came out. I would have liked for him to say, this punishment's bullshit. Right. This needs to be right. He should have like, you know what I mean? I think, yeah, he did the first part, okay? In England, we'd call him Arthur, Arthur Job. Right. So, uh, you know, the second Arthur Job would have been applying that pressure um, and, and getting that, like, more, do you know what I mean? Keeping that more in the light. Definitely putting that pressure on, especially from the, from the audience, the fans, all types of social media, all types of news outlets. Definitely brought that out. Uh, let me see. Will I am says, uh, Polo and Piastri are testing at the Hungarian ring in the MCL 35M today. Should F1 bring back testing in current generation cars throughout the season? Cost cap. Ooh, yeah, okay. Cost cap, go. impossible. Like, it's just impossible. Um, I think what it does do, unfortunately, rookies just don't have as much time to get accustomed to cars. You know, you, you're a rookie, you have all this sim work, which is cool, but really you only have like, what, three days right. of testing in like a current car. And then within those three days, you're only doing like a day and a half. So I think it's sad for the rookies that they don't. I, I'd love it if like, if you, I love it like if you sign a rookie, then maybe you get some testing time. Oh. And maybe that would encourage teams to take on rookies because then you have 
testing time that other teams wouldn't have. And then you only have it for that season that they're a rookie. I think that would be awesome as like a pipeline idea to keep new bloods coming through and then to give them the opportunity to have more testing. Okay. But yeah, it's um it's a tough one. But I don't think it's ever gonna come back. Uh, but I would love I'd love it. Okay. But also more data means more, you know, the less teams know about their cars, the more interesting it is on track. That's a fact. And I got to make a correction. Mary Beanie was the first T-shirt in Scotland. I got to give her credit because she's going to... Oh, gonna come on. Ride. She was the first T-shirt Come on, man. Got to give, give it to her. I know she come was going to hop on that, definitely. Uh, let me see. Uh, Freak Dogs Flair says, hey, I have a Ford Mustang V6, and I got it over seven years okay. ago. No issues. Okay. But okay. they, I, but I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. That is a Ford Mustang. Is like, we're not right. I said it's not a Ford that's PA the that we're talking about. Right, like, right, like. right. <laughs> I'm gonna say this though. I'm gonna say this, and I say it all the time. And if you go over to my car page, you're gonna hear it. If you got a Mustang, you got a Camaro, you got a Challenger, you got a Charger. There's no reason you should not have the V8. If you got the V6. You did wrong anyway. You got to get the V8 uh, in any traditional look, muscle car. Look, you got to get the V8. Look at you. Got to get the I'm V8. Sure the, the V6, I'm sure, is a lovely fucking car, okay? <laughs> got to um, the V8. And it also would depend on the year because for a stint, Mustang did not make the V8 version. They kind of got away from oh, it. Oh, yeah. And that then is they, true. They that went back true. in. So, yeah. Freak Dogs Flare, depending on what year you got, you hit me up in the, in the Discord, DM me, and we could talk that, you know, because, <laughs> hey, I'm telling you right now. Uh, let me see what else we got right here. We have uh, Z83 says, Freak Dogs, I feel sorry for you. I got an Infinity. <laughs> I don't know what that is. What's that? That's a car war. Uh, Infinity G35, the Nissan. They don't do Infinity overseas. It, only over in America is Nissan badges and Infinity to show an, a, lo- oh. a level of luxury. So over in America, they split oh. them. So Nissan, Toyota, and Honda have two different divisions over here. So you'll have Honda Acura, which Acura is supposed to be the more luxury. Then you'll have right. Toyota Lexus, which Lexus is the more luxury. Then you have yeah, Nissan Infinity. Yeah, yeah. So Infinity G35, yeah, uh, Z83 definitely putting pressure on you in that V6 Mustang with that G35, bro. He putting pressure wow. on you. You're not winning that Look battle. At this. I feel like I'm in the Fast and the yeah. Furious right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. All day, my money's on the G35, facts. And, and if I see a Mustang V6 with exhaust and it sounds like a G35, that's still a problem. That is still okay. a problem. So we got Will okay. I.M. said, Freak Dogs is better not to be a convertible. <laughs> he said it better not be a convertible automatic. Hey, these car guys jumping on, this, on their head. Right? Like, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> Jesus. Let me, this is what happened when you get a Ford, bro. Everyone, you get a Ford. Sorry. Okay, a condo says I have a Ford. Fo- now, okay, now this is a good one. The Ford Focus ST that was a very good platform Ford made. I will give you credit for that. But that more Focus. goes into their rally. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say someone I know that I grew up with used to have a Ford Focus ST. Yeah, it's solid. The uh, solid car, solid car. Oh, and Free Dogs Flare says it's a manual, and I didn't have the money for a V8. Okay, that's a, at least you got a manual. You got a manual. I, can, a manual. I can let you roll. That's with that. one thing I'm like, I'm a bit scared about moving to America. What? I don't like automatic cars, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. You look you man oh. love automatics. Oh, I got like, manual, bro. I got a manual in my tag. Yeah, no, I'm I'm I I I gotta have I don't I, I, I get it. The thing is though, I because you guys have got a lot of road. Yeah. Like open road. Right. So I guess like if you're if you're just automatic, obviously cruising, like I get it. 
But I do love his manual shift, man. Like, I'm not going to lie. I grew up on a manual shift. Like, I need that. I need that feeling. But also, that's going to be on my right-hand side. Mm. That's going to be weird. Oh, that's going to be weird I've obviously spent my whole life changing the gear stick with the fucking... So right. yeah. Anyway, you'll, 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 you'll like it though. You'll enjoy yourself. I, I like I like the manual, but in the Tahoe I automatically you know they make manuals in Tahoe. But when I'm in yeah. it to any car, I have the sports car, or build car, or project car. It's yeah. always manual. I get a manual. I think I want to pick up. That's like, ooh. You know I do what you can do? You can get a S10 and drop a damn LS2 in it, man, and boost that thing. Okay. When you get over here, we'll yeah. talk. We'll talk because well, you're gonna yeah. be in Texas, yeah, so we'll you're gonna talk. see all kinds of shit, bro. Oh shit! Yeah, that's all true. kinds that of. You know, that's where they do the thirteen twenty, the Texas damn two K, bro. There's all types of stuff to get into. We might oh, really, really have to link up for real. No, 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 hundred percent. Straight up, we'll talk. All we'll right. talk after. Free dogs flesh says put in the automatic and the Mustang is a sin. Big shout out. Will I am <laughs> says ride check MK seven GTI Autobahn. Listen, this car shit just went to a whole nother level. It just went to a whole nother level. <laughs> so I got this. I got this question for you, man. All right, so what's your favorite dish to cook and why? If some of you all don't know, Nasha is an awesome oh. cook. What's your favorite dish to cook and why? Like oh. ratatouille, what is your favorite dish to cook? Okay, so I've got a few. I've got a few. Okay. Got a few. Uh, I would say that I probably cook uh, spaghetti bolognese like every week. Okay. I make a really good spaghetti bolognese. Like I, it's the first thing I learned how to cook properly. Well, second thing I learned how to cook properly. So I'm really good at pasta. I make my, I can make my own pasta. Ooh, I'm really good at fancy. that. Uh, yeah, I don't always do it though. Honestly, it's a it's a bit of a ball ache. It's definitely like, I might do it this weekend. It's definitely like if you have a, a whole day okay, and you, like, you want to put on some music mm. and you want to, yeah, maybe you've got some sport on the TV and you're, you know, you just make some pasta and then you make a, a slow cook, three, four hour sauce okay. with like the, chunks of meat in it like it's nice i could do like a really nice one i also cook really good asian like forest asian style my dad my dad when he was uh my dad when he was um a, a kid like 18 19 i think okay. i mean no maybe like 19 20 he said he met a girl from malaysia this before he met my mum, and he fell in love and uh, this girl from malaysia taught him how to cook at uh, all these like Asian style meals. Um, and then they were going to get married. And then uh, her parents were like, no, <laughs> you'll get back to this black guy. And they brought her back to Malaysia. Damn. But what was left was his ability to cook Asian food. And so he, mm. he passed that down to me. So I kind of, our Christmas, we grew up having like a Peking duck, Ooh. noodles, curries. So those, I can do those types of things really well. So, uh, yeah, I would say like my favorite thing to do is either Asian food, uh, like definitely like Chinese kind of style food, um, or Italian uh, kind of pasta. But I can cook anything. I can cook anything. Okay, all right. All right. Oh, I'm really good on the barbecue as well. Oh, you good That's on the you good on the queue. Now listen, I'm good on you the grill. Going to Texas, Texas is like I, I know, hey, bro. Hey. I've been watching Barbecue Showdown hey. on Netflix, and I'm like. Oh, I've got so many, and I like, I cannot wait. Like, oh, I literally, I've been researching Austin barbecue spots. I'm going to walk out of there with meat sweats. Like, I need to try everything. I can't wait. I honestly, like, I, that's probably like the one thing I'm looking forward to the most. I'm not even going to like more than the F1. I'm not even going to lie to you. I've not even been to the F1 before. But for me to try like Texas barbecue, Oof. bro. 
like that brisket honestly, banging. It, that's yeah. Brisket that for banging. me, that's like the one thing that like, I you know I've never been to America either. So like, it's gonna be my first time in America. All these things that I like, I've grown up. You know, because in in England we kind of grew up. If you're a nineties kid, okay. naughty's kid, you grew up with like American culture was like pretty yeah, much imported onto you in your culture, right? Like all of the hip hop and fashion. And so all of the references I have in my mind, there's things that I've wanted to try since I was like a kid. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be, I can't wait to go to America, man. I'm like, you sigh. Yeah, I'm buzzing. <laughs> like, look at my face. I like, know I'm, you're so I'm bright with like, it. You're like, ah, shit. <laughs> you got, honestly, Sylvia Wick says, I learned how to drive in the US. I love my automatic and I can't drive over here. It sucks. Galactica says uh, Dodge Charger RT Mo Power, baby. Mo Power. You already know that. Zero three says you talking food. Now I'm hungry. And I'm gonna put this fuck on the end of that because I'm I'm hungry too. So I tell you what, let's uh let's do this one. Now, forecasting. We already saw what Mercedes went through. In closing, I'm gonna ask you this. Yeah. We saw what Mercedes went through. Change yeah. of concept was a shit bowl. All right. Next change of W14 was a brown bag of burning shit on your doorstep. Now the W14B has improved. Ferrari has just literally changed their concept. After yeah. Fred said there was no problem with their concept, what do you forecast moving forward for Ferrari? Tough season, man. They look like they've gone backwards. They look like they've gone backwards. And that's <clears throat> that's the worst thing about it. They've gone backwards. And for me, you're looking at a situation where I just don't, I don't envisage them moving forward. When's the last time you saw Ferrari really develop a car forward? I haven't seen it for years. Probably since the Michael days, if mm, you want me to be really, really fucking honest. honest. So I think I think Denny made a great point, actually. It's not about nailing the regulations on the first day. It's about understanding the regulations to be able to bring the car forward. And Ferrari were unable to do that last year, which is why they fell off. And they have gone backwards this season. And then they've done an upgrade in the middle of the season and they've gone backwards again. So if you're looking at a trend curve, I can only see them. If this was the start of 2022 and well, this start of 22 and this is now, this is where their performance was start of 2022. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's gone down. So uh, I, I can't, I can't see anything other than like a difficult season for them, unfortunately. Damn. All right. Well, I don't know. Well, brother, right. you got the floor, man. Let these people know where they can find you. Let them know what you got coming up that you can let them know, Colonel, because you know he got all kinds <laughs> of deals, something, everything he can't tell y'all. Let them know uh, yeah, what you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, cool, look, quick stop, everyone. You know where to find us. If you want my personal... I don't even really use my personal uh, pages that much anymore, but if you like food, um, yeah. follow my uh, f- um, Twitter, Munch Club TV, and follow my Instagram, Munch Club TV. Um, and obviously, yeah, follow Quickstop F1. And like, we're just, we've got, you know, we're just going to be doing everything that we've been doing. We're just going to do more of it. So more merchandise. I know people have been waiting on um, a couple of things. So yeah, more merchandise and more live shows. Obviously, America, we're going to be announcing our American live show soon. Most likely, like August, September, I think. I think September, we're probably going to announce our live show. September, October. Okay. But the race is in October, so we're probably going to announce it in September. And then there's going to be a new merch drop every month from July um, until the end of the year. So, yeah. 
Okay, I got one more thing coming here. Zero eight three said Mercedes totally beat Aston Martin in the constructors' championship. What do you think Papa Stroll will do? He gonna boss up. He gonna ball out. What do you think? Up. You have to remember they're ahead of schedule. They're way ahead of schedule. They've right. just moved into their new factory. It's still being built. Some of it, like they they are nowhere near final form, and they've all and they're already the third best, at sometimes second best team on the grid mm-hmm. they're well ahead of schedule and they've got a world-class driver like that's you, true. That's you true. he's he's happy right now that's he's true. happy and i think you've got to look at the work that martin whitmarsh has done since he's come into that team and he's taking it to another level from uh up myself now and he's taking them and look look where alpine are <laughs> So hey, I'll you just know. go ahead and do it for you. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Not desolate the rest like they plan to be. Not that. No, uh, Paul says no, peace no. and love. Thank you for the great show. That's what we do, Paul. That's what we do. So we're saying Thank you. That quick, Thank you for joining. We are going to get ready to close it down because I'm anxious to see what me and Nasha about to talk about. We will have another Wolves Den. We will have another private party. Wolves Den members only. Don't forget, Wolves, we will be live this weekend for Wolfpack Effort Grudge Racing Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also, don't forget, we're going to have Wolves Den Tomorrow, Saturday, where we're going to chop it up. Many things about everything that is to come the following weeks, especially Canada and Austria. I love you all. I really appreciate everything you do. I appreciate you being here because you know what? If you weren't here, shit, I wouldn't have nobody to talk to. Well, not sure. You know, I'd have him to talk to. <laughs> but I wouldn't have nobody to talk to here in the house. I'd be lonely. And that's why I say, hey, it's a round table. Nobody's got the edge. It's all peace and love for us. So big shout out. We'll see you soon. Peace.